Welcome to Inside the Path to Success podcast, brought to you by Opulus, where you go behind the scenes with financial planners Ryan Greiser and Fran Walsh to hear stories about how leading entrepreneurs, millennials, professional athletes, and coaches navigate the natural challenges that arise on the path to success and how to advance to the next level. And now, here are your hosts from Opulus, Ryan Greiser and Fran Walsh. Welcome to another episode of Inside the Path to Success podcast. Good little show today. Quick one, uh, five investing myths and uh, you know what are some of the ways that, that we typically recommend that individuals go about thinking about these things. So uh, let's kick it off, Rye. Myth number one, cash is always safer than stocks. Yeah, and people want to have cash compared to have their money invested because they want a sense of security and safety. Right, that, that they know that they got $1,000 in their account. Every day that they open it, it's going to be $1,000. And listen, it's understandable because markets do fluctuate. And since uh, 2009, the S&P has seen an average gain of about 15% annually and has risen, risen 70% of the time. Right, But keeping too much cash, especially during these inflationary periods where we have, where inflation is up, eight and a half percent as reported, probably more like double digits, 10% yep. plus when you factor everything that's going on or that people do eat a lot of food. Yeah. <laughs> people do use a decent amount of gas to transport Absolutely. themselves right across the board that a real return, 0% just about in your savings account, but r- rising prices are up seven. You're almost guaranteed to lock yourself in at a 7% negative return on a real rate basis. So cash is not always safer than stocks. And over time, if you do hold too much cash, it most likely historically, and we think in the future, will continue to erode your purchasing power as inflation rises, even if it's at just 2% or right, compared to rates have been historically. Yep. And I, I, this is like a tough topic to talk about, right? Because it's a catch 22. It's like, yep. hey, times are extremely volatile right now. You know, there's, there's a war going on. Inflation's running rampant. It's like, do you park your money in cash? Take the eight and a half percent loss a year, or do you you play around in the market and you know potentially lose? You know you might gain, you might lose. Yeah, you know, who knows? So that's why it's you know it's a tough time for people because you know they don't really know what to do. That's why it's important to you know assess your personal situation, sit down with your advisor, figure out what the right allocation is for you um, before making any decisions. Um, but yeah, it's yeah, and that's where it's making sure you have a plan. Yep. Right. Absolutely. Me personally, I like to hold three months of my expenses in cash in case things really do get scary and go get hectic and I need that there. But any more than thing than three months worth of my basic expenses in cash, I personally, you know, I like to invest it, have a see it grow so I can get the opportunity to get a, a real positive rate of returns to my assets grow over time. Absolutely. All right. Myth number two, I need X amount of dollars before investing. Uh, this is one that, you know, personally I get frustrated about sure. because, uh, you know, you don't need to meet any financial threshold to start investing or building wealth of any kind, right? All sorts of opportunities and, you know, flexible ways that you could get started are out there. You know, you got your Robin Hoods, your Charles Schwab's, basically almost every financial institution now will offer, you know, partial shares of stocks or partial shares of digital assets where, you know, you can get in, started investing with as little as, you know, five, $10. And I think that's what the most important thing is when it comes to starting 
investing or getting getting ahead on your financial future is just starting to build like disciplinary financial habits. Yep. Right? Even if you're just investing with something as little as like $5 a week, that's fine. You're building that habit. So as you start advancing in your career, you start making more money. All you do is you simply bump those numbers up, but it has become a part of your life so that it's just something that you're getting used to. One crazy stat that, you know, I just recently saw that, you know, that makes us upset as advisors because you feel bad for people is that about only 40%, it's estimated that 40% of Americans ha- only have $1,000 hmm. in their savings account. Yeah. Um, and that's just more than anything, like inflation, all this stuff, of course, that's out there, right? People, Some people aren't making enough money, but more than anything, it's really just financial literacy that people aren't being taught or being shown how that just, hey, just saving and building compound interest can make a huge difference on your uh, financial future. No doubt about it, man. And, you know, it always comes down to that. We love one of our favorite quotes. We're big quotes, guys. Uh, best time to plant a tree was yesterday. Next best time is today. Yeah. And and there's so many great resources out there on this thing called Google. that You can look at it and say, hey, what's the best way to start investing? And just do something, yep. right, to help grow your wealth. And, and the great thing is back in the 70s, 80s, 90s, even 2000s, there wasn't that many tools to invest $5. Yep. Now there are. No yep. minimums. You get started on just about anything. Yeah, it's a great way to get started. Absolutely. And, you know, like kind of like how you were just going into, you know, even just like two or three years ago, you wanted to buy, you you believed in Amazon as a company, right? You wanted yeah. to buy them. You had to have $3,000 to buy a share of Amazon. Nowadays, like if you believe in Amazon, you can go invest your five ten dollars in it and get that's a partial fine. share and you're yep, good. You get yep. a partial share, right? And it doesn't impact, well, obviously, yeah, you're not, you don't have as much money, but you're still growing the same. If Amazon grows 10% next year, you still made 10% on your money the yep. same way everyone else did. Um, all right. Myth number three, investing in the market is gambling. Now, you know, this one's kind of a tough one because, you know, anytime you're investing, you're taking on some level of risk, certainly, right? Yep. Whether you're 100% in stocks, you know, 100% in crypto, hopefully not, but whatever level of investing you're doing, there is a degree of risk involved. Um, but it's absolutely something that you have an ability to manage um, according to your risk tolerance and your time horizon, your goals, all the things that we always talk about. Gambling, on the other hand, it's flashy, it's fast, it's a zero-sum game. Oftentimes, most of the time, that you hear the, always, the phrase, the house always wins, right? Yeah. Because over time, you know, you think you're making 50-50 bets, but you're actually winning 48% of the time, so over time, you're always going to lose money, right? A lot of action, most of the time you lose. We think a much better, um, you know, comparison to investing is really more like farming, right? You're If you're setting up, you know, goals, you're understanding your risk tolerance, you're consistently uh, investing, whether you're dollar cost averaging or, you know, you're doing all of the things the way you're supposed to do them. History has shown, like you just said, you know, stocks have been up, you know, 70% of years since 2009. And over time, history has shown that just investing for the long term, more often than not, you are going to come out a winner. Um, so I would say like when people say, oh, you're just gambling. Yeah, maybe you're gambling if you're invested, if you're if you're really just buying and you're buying and selling within a week, like like the way like day traders might do. But if you're a long-term investor, it is certainly uh, not gambling. No doubt about it. Right. When the markets are in trouble, it's time to sell is myth number four. This is a great quote that that we love is that when others are fearful, be greedy. And when others are greedy, be fearful. Right. So that's the old concept of when the markets are high. It's a good time to sell and rebalance or get out when the markets are low. It is a great time to get 
in as long as you believe that there's quality opportunities in that, right? So you shouldn't just go and find and buy all the losers, <laughs> right, that, that are out there. So you should have a good sound investment strategy, but it takes some guts to do that. Is that when there's blood in the street, it is the best time to get some deals. And that's where the smart money and the wealthiest people in the world end up making a ton of money is when emotions are high, the novice investors emotional and getting out. The big money is typically getting in, finding great deals and opportunities because they have a long enough time horizon, because they know they're investing in quality companies that might see growth over a year, three or five years. So biggest myth that we see all the time is that when markets are in trouble, it's time to sell. Absolutely false. And if that is the case, you're betting on a one-time event. Right, that's going to happen, and you're most likely going to lose that if you're expecting the world to end and the markets to end. It's only going to happen once, and the odds are stacked against you. Right, if yep. that's the case, absolutely. Uh, and at that point, we're all screwed anyway. Right, so what the <laughs> house is worthless. Yep. Right, banks are worthless. So you know we'll all be be brawling in the streets anyway. So yeah. might as well work in your favor. Absolutely, I and mean, you know we understand how hard that is too, 100%. just because like it's so easy to say like. Yeah, money's emotional, but you can't think at it. You just can't look at it. Like it's like, okay, well, when you're talking about someone's, you know, life savings or the retirement account, we understand that it's really hard to put emotions aside there. But That's you gotta the best be best thing to do. Yeah, as much as it's hard to do, you really gotta try to be a numbers person. Let history be our guide. You know, past performance isn't indicative of future returns, but you know, history often rhymes. Um, and we know as long as you still believe in, you know, the longstanding, you know, um, you know, success of the United States, then, you know, more often than not, we're going to come out on top and get through most of the the issues that, that we currently face, whether it's war-based, whether it's COVID, you know, whether it's a housing crisis, you know, whatever that may be. No doubt. No doubt. All right. Here's myth number five. If I could only pick the right stocks, there's no doubt about it that some of the wealthiest individuals, the Elon Musk of the world, right? The Bill Gates of the world, they put all of their eggs in one basket and they are the wealthiest people in the world. For the average person that's out there, you're most likely not going to be able to replicate Elon Musk and Bill Gates' success of throwing everything in one basket and letting this thing rise and run over time. And if you can, God bless you. More power to you. We're rooting for you. Uh, but the real unicorns that we can put to work for us that everyone's entitled to, regardless of skill set, regardless of knowledge, is time, consistency, and a solid investment strategy. You might not be a billionaire, right? But we know for a fact that that is the best way to build long-term wealth over time is starting young, investing consistently and doing it in a well-diversified portfolio over long periods of time has created the most wealthy individuals as far as numbers in the world compared to you know the Elon Musk world of inventing you know not inventing electric cars but really bringing it mainstream yep. going to space and all the other PayPal and all the other great stuff that made him a billionaire Yep. Absolutely. And for every Elon Musk or Bill Gates that's out there, right? There's probably 25 guys who put all their eggs in one basket or one company yeah. and it didn't work out, right? You just, you don't hear about the failure stories, right? You only hear of the success stories. So like yeah. you said, diversify portfolio, tried true methods, let history be our guide. We know that these things work out over time, consistency, 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 yeah. um, and yeah. you will be successful over long durations. That's the same thing with the guy in the golf club or at the bar that talks about his stock picks. Guess what? That's what he's not telling you about. 
right? His big winner. We ain't telling you about the ten losers, yep. right? That he lost his shirt on. Yeah. Uh, he he or she lost their lost their shirt on. Yeah. Right. So keep things in perspective, right? Not everything is as it appears. The thing that we know that works the best consistently, regardless of of education, regardless of money, is time, consistency, and a great investment strategy. Absolutely. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in, guys. Uh, with that, hope you have a fantastic rest of your week. All right. See. If you want even more insights on the path to success, follow Ryan and Fran at Opulus LLC on Instagram and Facebook, or check us out on the web at www.opulus.us. Lastly, the content of this podcast is not to be viewed as personal investment, legal, or tax advice. You should always consult with a professional advisor before implementing any topics discussed.